episode 163 of the Truth Quest podcast, The Truth About the Unvaccinated. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media on topics such as the unvaxxed, the U.S. embargo on Cuba, the National Democratic Party, government monopolies, or the COVID-19 vaccine comes up, please share the topic-specific TruthQuest episode with your debate partner. Episodes are available on a host of platforms, including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, BitChute, Brighteon, ThinkSpot, Rumble, and Instagram, where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating, hit the like button, or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. This episode is my attempt to set the record straight about the unvaccinated. For those of you who are suspicious of them, I want to share their perspective. Those of you who listen to National Democrats and the Alphabet Soup conspiracy media, you probably think the unvaccinated are worthy of scorn and contempt or worse. You know, a bunch of nasty, vile, white supremacist Trump supporters. That they are spreading the virus at unprecedented levels. That they are the majority of those hospitalized. So who are these malcontents, the unvaccinated? First of all, some of the unvaccinated are students of history. They see parallels here to a host of historical atrocities, the Holocaust, genocide in Rwanda, Cambodia, Armenia, Pakistan, China, where minorities, or in the case of the COVID vaccine, about half the population, are marginalized and made to be subhuman by the powers that be. Some of the unvaccinated know how totalitarian and authoritarian regimes turn out. Restricted, suppressive societies like the USSR, South Africa, East Germany, Cuba. They have seen how their own government in recent years has waged war against them. The war on drugs became a war on the American people, or at least mostly poor, mostly minorities who were in the illegal drug trade. The war on terror became a war on the American people via illegal surveillance efforts. The war on COVID-19 is headed in the same direction, only on steroids. Surveillance plus checkpoints, plus papers please, plus restrictions, plus involuntary quarantine camps or detention centers, plus forced testing, plus mask mandates, plus lockdowns. I think you get the point. Some of the unvaccinated are anti-vaxxers. Yes, a small minority. But I'm willing to bet the number of anti-vaxxers are dwarfed by the number of get it to me as soon as humanly possible because I am scared to death crowd. Which of these closed-minded groups are more dangerous in the long run? Some of the unvaccinated are young and healthy with little or no chance of dying even if they contract the virus. Some of the unvaxxed have had COVID and recovered from it, therefore have natural immunity, which appears to be stronger than the protection granted from the jab. And because of that, They have no need to get the vaccine. Some of the unvaccinated have asked the question, is catching COVID better than getting the vaccine? Some of the unvaccinated understand that we live in a constitutional republic. They understand freedom. They understand private property rights. Your body being the ultimate piece of private property. Some of the unvaccinated understand that human beings are not cattle. We have free will. We supposedly have choices. 
My body, my choice, right? I mean, if we can choose to expel a baby out of our womb with not a second thought, but must be forced to inject something into our bodies, something ain't right here. Some of the unvaccinated understand where authoritarian dictates lead. Less freedom, more regulations, more power in the hands of a few. Whatever powers you grant the government now will only be expanded in the future. I mean, can you name a federal agency that has been abolished in the last century? A budget that has been cut? A federal program that has been eliminated? Some of the unvaccinated understand that the vaccinated and unvaccinated are equally able to spread the virus to others, making the stop the spread argument for the vaccine mandate a moot point. As a matter of fact, a recent study by Oxford University Clinical Research Group found that vaccinated healthcare workers carry a viral load 250 times higher than the unvaccinated. Given that, don't give me this bullshit line about, well, it's your choice not to get vaccinated, but don't you dare go visit grandma and get her sick. Really? What science is that based on? The vaccinated are spreading the virus just as much, if not more, than the unvaxxed. On top of that, breakthrough infections among the vaccinated are becoming more and more prevalent. Hell, I know a fully vaccinated 18-year-old who is currently recovering from COVID. What the hell is that? Some of the unvaccinated are well-versed in how most vaccine and drug trials are run, that they usually take years, sometimes up to 10 years, for approval. They know that the COVID vaccine was FDA-approved in record time, thus raising suspicion that only a bias-seeking, political party-worshipping person would ignore. Some of the unvaccinated know that this vaccine is an experiment. It's the largest drug trial in the history of the world. And the FDA approval of the Pfizer vax just this week doesn't change anything. Some of the unvax know that the pharmaceutical companies are protected from liability for near and long-term adverse effects. They are aware that all the vaccines given over the last eight and a half months were done with FDA emergency authorization. Some of the unvaxxed ask questions like, how can the same government agency that has for decades taken years to approve drugs and vaccines while at the same time denying people with terminal illnesses the right to try non-approved drugs all of a sudden approve a vaccine that has been in widespread use for less than a year while at the same time admitting that they lost the clinical trial control group? Not aware of that last bit of information, the control group piece? Do a search. It was reported in NPR. I'll have the article in the show notes if you want to look at it. And some of the unvaccinated know that the vaccine effectiveness apparently wanes after six months or so, something the health professionals would have known if this had gone through a real vaccine trial. This is leading to conversations about booster shots, but we know it was presented as safe and effective. Some of the unvaccinated know that there are inexpensive treatments and preventative measures that can be taken to fight and ward off COVID, but these are suppressed and censored. Some of the preventive measures include vitamin D, C, and zinc. There are herbs, antimicrobials, and antibacterial supplements designed to boost your immune system. There are nasal sprays and other inexpensive nasal treatments that work to block or kill viruses. There are inexpensive treatments like ivermectin and hydrochloroquine that can be taken prophylactically or upon exposure. There is monoclonal antibody treatments. Governor DeSantis of Florida opened 15 centers across the state to administer this treatment free of charge. Eli Lilly has another antibody treatment that utilizes two man-made antibodies. 
So your average unvaccinated person might ask, why the hell should I take an experimental vaccine when number one, my chances of dying are minimal, number two, there are affordable preventative measures and treatments available, number three, I'm not asking society for any special dispensation, I'm a big boy, big girl, I made a decision, now everyone go live your life, I know the risks, leave me the hell alone. Some of the unvaccinated know that, ethically speaking, an experimental drug cannot be administered to a subject without informed consent, nor can you force a vaccine or drug on anyone when there are known cures or treatments, which leads some of these same unvaccinated to wonder why these remedies are being suppressed and censored. These same unvaccinated understand that informed consent would include an exhaustive list of potential side effects and adverse reactions just like you see on commercials for pharmaceuticals with the fast-talking voiceover reading a 15-page disclosure document in 30 seconds or less. Where are all the statistics about vaccine-related deaths and adverse effects, some of them permanent? Why aren't we seeing statistics from the VAR system here in the States or Enudro Villages and the Yellow Card system in Europe? Why isn't that information plastered all over the nightly news and presented on every alphabet soup conspiracy media site? Why don't they tell us the truth? Because they think we're useful idiots. We're sheep. By the way, for all of you who are vaccinated, did your doctor lay out all of the potential side effects of the jab before you got it? How many of you actually spoke to your doctor before getting it? Or did you just go get it because it was available and Trump and everyone in D.C. said to go get it? Have you ever had something injected into your body or swallowed a pill without first inquiring about the side effects? Something ain't right here, folks. At least, that's what some unvaccinated might say. Some of the unvaccinated do not trust government, especially one currently run by people who just 10 months ago cast doubt and swore off the vaccine while Trump was in office. And now they push vaccine mandates and relentlessly threaten the unvaxxed. You better take the jab or you can't work, you can't travel, or go outside your house. You guys see what's going on in Australia? Some of the unvaxxed don't trust politicians, doctors, and scientists who promote a vaccine and in many cases are in the pocket of Big Pharma via donations, grants, and other payouts and incentives. Like resident Biden is fond of saying, come on, man. The National Democrats have been bitching about big oil, big banks, big business, big tobacco, and big pharma for decades, but suddenly big pharma is exempt from criticism? Why? Some of the unvaxxed pay attention to what the government and its officials say, and they actually compare what was said previously with what is being said today. The sheer volume of lies, misinformation, and misdirection about COVID, its origin in the Wuhan lab, masks, no masks, two masks, any masks, lockdowns, the methodology of counting COVID deaths, the reporting of case counts while using a testing method, the, the PCR real-time or rapid, whatever that was, with astronomically high false positive rates. All of that, all of that has been unprecedented. But with the alphabet soup conspiracy media walking in lockstep with the party line and parroting everything that they say, there is no significant pushback, and few mainstream people are calling bullshit. And now we are subjected to these same people, the same officials, feeding us information about the vaccine. It's safe and effective. It's safe and effective, they repeat over and over again. Some of the unvaccinated are highly intelligent, critical thinkers who, after being spoon-fed mountains of bullshit for over a year, are taking a wait-and-see attitude about the vaccine. 
And now we are seeing punitive measures against the unvax being demanded by most in D.C. and resident Biden himself. The measures are meant to restrict movement, travel, employment, food shopping, entry in, into many businesses, including restaurants and entertainment venues, and of course, medical care. We have talk of adding the unvaxxed to the no-fly list, banning interstate travel for the unvaxxed. So who are the unvaxxed? Are, are they the nasty, vile, white supremacist Trump supporters that National Democrats and the Alphabet Soup conspiracy media tells us? Um, not exactly. Let's start with a few statistics. Here's the percentage of people not vaccinated in various places. Philadelphia, 37%. Harris County, Texas, 48%. Maricopa County, Arizona, 52%. New York City, 41%. Chicago, 43%. LA County, California, 70%. And guess what percentage of blacks are vaccinated? The highest rate I have seen is 40%. Most studies peg it closer to 30. Those are Democrat strongholds, all of them, but they are vaccine-resistant for various reasons, many of which I'm outlining here. Some of the unvaccinated, and for that matter the vaccinated, don't like having their lives dictated to by corrupt politicians and equally corrupt unelected government officials and bureaucrats. And some of the unvaccinated do not take too kindly to being bullied by a bunch of useful idiots that sheepishly and slavishly did what their overlords commanded. Who, by the way, may have vaccine remorse at this point because they know a lot of what I'm covering in this episode. These same logical, critical thinking unvaxxed also are not blind to the suppression and censorship of anything that contradicts the established narrative about all things COVID and the vaccine. They know that suppression equals suspicion. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki admitted that the White House is directing Facebook censorship of COVID misinformation. Do you need to know anything more? As mentioned at the beginning of the episode, some of the unvaccinated have a pretty good sense of history, and they know that the U.S. government is fully capable and willing to lie to the American people with impunity. And their willingness and the ability to suppress and cover up the truth would have made the Soviets blush. It goes way back, folks. FDR's polio, JFK's propensity for young girls, Bill Clinton, Hillary and Benghazi, Hillary and her email server, Obama and Fast and Furious, the IRS scandal with the Tea Party. Most recently, they've shifted to propaganda, lies, suppression, and censorship of all things Trump. Then we had the suppression and censorship of Hunter and Joe's alleged illegal financial dealings, Hunter's laptop, the story of Kamala's rise to power in California, the 2020 election results. I've done entire episodes on many of those things. Some of the unvaxxed know that these widely available, inexpensive treatments and preventative measures that I've talked about, they are being suppressed. They know that there is no evidence that these stupid cloth masks do anything to stop the spread, yet that is suppressed. Lockdowns were failures. That is suppressed. And anyone who dares talk about it is censored. They know that the Wuhan lab leak was suppressed and censored before it was acknowledged. Absolutely no credibility whatsoever. Some of the unvaxxed know there is only one reason something is suppressed or censored. Because someone doesn't want you to see or hear it. So what are they afraid of? What are they hiding by stopping an opposing opinion or evidence that opposes their narrative? Some of the unvaccinated are aware that there are no vaccine mandates at the southern border, only for U.S. citizens. Why? 
Could it be that it would serve as a deterrent to stop the massive voter drive at the border? Check out episode 143 for a deep dive into that. And some of the unvaccinated are aware that the federal government dumped thousands of COVID-positive illegal immigrants into Texas. So many that McAllen, Texas had to declare a state of emergency. So the logical, critical thinking unvaxxed might arrive at the conclusion that the feds don't really think the virus is the end of the world that they claim it to be. I mean, we saw Obama's 60th birthday party weekend bash just a couple weeks ago with hundreds of people. No masks. We saw Nancy Pelosi and other big-wig Democrats at high-dollar fundraisers just this past weekend in California with no masks, standing shoulder-to-shoulder. Oh, and how about the former comedian Stephen Colbert dancing with Chuck Schumer at some music festival in New York? Must not be too serious. That's a look at what I call the proactive case for the unvaxxed. I would now like to spend a few minutes responding to some of the typical criticisms of the unvaxxed, starting with the unvaccinated are a danger to others. If by others they mean the vaccinated, how much sense does that even make? You're vaccinated. What the hell are you afraid of? What can an unvaccinated person do to you? The unvaccinated are the ones at risk, which yet again is a personal choice based on information they have acquired. They made their own personal risk assessment. Shit, as I've already discussed, it's likely that the vaccinated actually carry a higher viral load than the unvax. So I'm thinking maybe they need to stay away from other people. I've also heard the argument that we have other vaccines that are mandatory. Why don't you oppose those? Yes, that's true. And we have decades upon decades of studies and discussions and documentation on all of them. Your doctor probably openly discussed the potential side effects with you prior to the jab. Not so with the COVID vaccine, because as discussed earlier, they didn't have a clue. They didn't have any data. No significant longitudinal scientific studies were conducted prior to the mass rollout of the vaccine. Another point that a well-informed unvaccinated person might make about all of those other mandatory vaccines is they are not leaky like the COVID vaccine. They actually prevent the disease from occurring in the vaccinated person. On the other hand, leaky vaccines like COVID-19 only prevent severe infection and perhaps death. It does not provide immunity and leaves the vaccinated a potential carrier and spreader of the very virus they were supposedly vaccinated against. And given the most recent research on this, we are finding that the variants of COVID are actually gaining traction in the vaccinated population because their bodies can still carry it and allow it to escape to the next host. A more recent phenomenon is blue check marks on Twitter and other despicable characters rejoicing over the deaths of unvaccinated. I mean, what kind of psychosis are we dealing with here? They claim the unvaxxed are the problem while they applaud the death of another human being? Which leads us to another criticism of the unvaxxed. Society shouldn't have to pick up the cost of paying for your health care if you refuse to get vaccinated. Have you ever heard the term hanging curveball? Well, that's what this objection is. This is the line of thinking from the likes of Don Lemon and Joe Scarborough's of the world, and that they think the unvaccinated are the scum of the earth and should be punished for their decision not to get the experimental jab. Your average unvaccinated person would likely respond something like this. Are you really going to go there? Then they would continue with, If you knew someone who chose not to exercise or chose to smoke, who ate too much junk food, sat on their ass for years playing video games, would you exalt in the news of them being diagnosed with diabetes, cancer, or heart disease? Of course the answer is no. Anyone who did would be considered sadistic or mentally ill. 
That is not a normal response. Yet people, some people, practically celebrate when a person who questions the righteousness of forcing people to submit to vaccines gets sick and practically dance on their graves if they die. What the hell is going on here? Has the left's eradication of big G God from society been that successful? Or have God-fearing people lost their ability to think for themselves, to think critically? How much of a stretch is it to see what comes after the acquiescence to the vaccine mandated by the government? The government dictates all of your health care protocols. Exercise or you might develop health problems and diabetes. Eat better or else. What's going on in your sex life? What are you smoking or ingesting? And don't give me this bullshit about the unvaccinated are taking up ICU beds, leaving someone with a heart condition on the outside looking in, as the vacuous Joe Scarborough argued recently. If you're going to go down that road, are you going to allow a lot of people to die in the hospitals? You know, the obese, the gangbangers, the smokers, the drug abusers, the people who refuse to exercise, the skydivers, the stuntmen, the stupid? You really want to go down that road, Joe? What about the claim that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated? You know the one. 99% of COVID deaths and 95% of COVID-related hospitalizations occurring are among the unvaccinated. That's a lie. A statistic purposely floated by the head of the Centers for Disinformation and Confusion, formerly known as the CDC, knowing all along that the alphabet soup conspiracy media would repeat it over and over and over again, despite the fact that it is absolute propaganda based on profoundly, seriously manipulated old data. What do you mean, TruthQuest guy? I've heard that statistic multiple times from multiple sources. By the way, if those are the thoughts in your head, please expand your list of news outlets. Do it for your own sanity. To achieve those statistics, the CDC included hospitalization and mortality data from January through June of this year, 2021. And it does not include more recent data or data related to the Delta variant, which is now the most prevalent strain in circulation. Can you think of any problem with the time frame used for this assertion? January to June of this year? When did the vaccines become widely available? Ding, ding, ding. The problem is the vast majority of the United States population was unvaccinated during that time frame. So citing a statistic that 99% of the COVID-19 deaths and 95% of COVID-related hospitalizations occurred are among the unvaccinated should have been met with a response like, no shit, no one was fully vaccinated for most of that time. That is, if we had real journalists at our media outlets, which we do not. It wasn't until June 30th that 46.9% were considered fully vaccinated. And yet the lying, conniving assholes at the CDC threw that stat out into the ether to be picked up and repeated on a loop for the useful idiots to ingest and repeat to all their Facebook friends. It's absolutely pathetic. When you look at the most recent and emerging data, we are starting to see an opposite trend. In Israel, data show half of all COVID-19 infections are now among the fully vaccinated. 85 to 90 percent of the COVID-related hospitalizations are among the fully vaccinated, and the fully vaccinated also account for 95 percent of severely ill COVID-19 patients. Israel has one of the highest vaccination rates of a population in the world. In Scotland, official data on hospitalizations and death show 87 percent of those who have died from COVID-19 in the third wave that began in early July were vaccinated. 
in Iceland, which was, has close to 90% of the population vaccinated, they've recently shown a spike in cases. And in the U.S., a CDC investigation on an outbreak in Massachusetts between July 6th and July 25th of this year revealed 80% of the COVID-related hospitalizations were among the fully vaccinated. And how about the passengers on the Carnival Cruise Lines? There was an outbreak of COVID-19 aboard despite every last person having been vaccinated. The same thing happened aboard the fully vaccinated HMS Queen Elizabeth, a British naval flagship. So what is going on here? Let's be honest, this whole thing is the biggest emperor has no clothes example in recent history. Think about it. The official narrative of the alphabet soup conspiracy media and the National Democrats is that we just experienced the worst pandemic in a hundred years. It ravaged the world. It was so bad that it warranted giving up basic liberties and societal norms. But thankfully, we have a cure that is claimed to be safe and effective, and it is free and available to everyone in the United States. However, they are having trouble selling the cure, so much so that they are actively censoring non-establishment talking points about the virus and the vaccine. They are demonizing people who do not get the jab. They have resorted to bribing people to get it, holding lotteries, and even going door to door. Most importantly, they feign ignorance as to why nearly 50% of the population has resisted getting the jab. They cannot come up with one good reason why someone would be hesitant. Well, hopefully this episode provides some insight for these head-in-the-sand totalitarians and serves as a warning to everyone else. If your spidey senses are not on high alert after the last 25 minutes, you are not alive, my friend. Healthy skepticism and healthy debate are all that's needed to rid America of the current democratically controlled regime. Until then, you gotta know the totalitarians are no longer at the gates. The gates have been breached and they are running roughshod over our once great country. Speak the truth loudly and boldly and be strong. And that's the truth about the unvaccinated. Please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Hey!